Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and thank you for being with us. You're listening to What Is Art, presented by Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Contemporary Art Gallery Online represents tomorrow's art giants today. You can visit us at ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com, and there you can view and purchase great works of contemporary art, check out our monthly art competitions, and our blog as well. This evening, our guest is John Longbow, the winner of Contemporary Art Gallery Online's October Art Competition with the theme, Everything Photography. Good evening, John, and welcome to What is Art? Everything's going good. How's everything going on? Doing well, and you doing okay? I'm doing I'm doing rather well, just being pretty excited of winning this uh, award that you, know, you guys gave me. Pretty, pretty cool. Well, thank you. Uh, your artwork is quite amazing, I believe. Okay, before we get started, I want to let our listeners know that this is our second interview, as John was interviewed on our other show, An Artist Speaks, and I'll tell everyone where to go to listen to that interview later in this show. John, let's start with your winning piece, Place Your Bubble. Tell us how you created that piece. Well, I was like, uh, since the last interview, I was telling you how I'd go and like look for pictures but I found these ones of uh, <clears throat> glaciers, which is, looked almost like mountain objects. That's how I looked at them. I seen one of those uh, particular ones called bubble glaciers, and, and that's where I got the picture from. There was a whole bunch of like National Geographic and so on. And I seen an independent one one of my friends did. And he said, go ahead and use that one. And uh, I did the same process with, process with it, and it really came out intense. Um, I made like a pictorial one of those it goes from uh, four different images and it's really interesting I, I really like it. a lot of people do yes it is a very very interesting piece and you use four different photographs in creating that correct is that what you yeah said? yeah I used um when I did the, do the pictorials because you see them like single you'll see image and you want to look at like, um like how I've been uh, doing the pictures with the framing, I I um, got a quick um, understanding about framing and how it makes the impact of your picture. Just recently, and like I said before in the original interview, I'm fairly new to this art end, and I'm learning, you know, like as any anyone would do it. So how long have you been doing the uh, photography, call it photography manipulation, is that correct? I've been doing that for like about five years. Uh, you know, it was just basically I was taught by, you know, a friend and he gave me a test kind of deal. And basically, you know, I just went on with it. I liked it. It looks cool. I use it on my guitars that I build. And, you know, it, it all works together. And how long did it take you to create that image? Yeah, the... Um, the images I when I do them it just it's like I'll I'll start it out with the low resolution and um, on my program and I'll just uh, do like a quick scan of it you know if it shows up some imaging 
on a really low resolution, what is it going to do on a real high? Then after I like the picture, then I'll put up the resolution with it. Then I'll do the process with it. Um, I'll either go in an increment of like a quarter of an inch on up, you know, depending on how many uh, images it produces. And the last one I just got done doing, it's like a rock formation. I got up to 100 images, and I haven't even finished doing any of the cropping with it yet. So you can come up with a lot of imaging off of one picture. Uh, that's just amazing. Uh and that you get these images that are so unique, for lack of a better word. It just it's like an image is coming out from the images. Yeah, and I also find out found out within the last month that it was this basically bilateral symmetry. So you could take the picture and turn it upside down, so you can take that same glacier picture looking at it, you know, from the ground up and put it upside down. And when you put it upside down, it's a whole different aspect of the picture comes out, and it's distinctive. And it was funny on some of them because when we were framing stuff up, I have an Aztec one, and we were just figuring out what frame to put it in. Then he had my handler, Billy uh, Myers. He was um, he's the one who's gotten me into the the framing aspect because he's a frame head. Uh, we've been framing him in like Civil War uh, frames. But with, when he had a light on the back of the, uh, that one uh, picture, and I had it upside down, and it was a totally complete image. So when we showed it, we kept it upside down. So if you get bored <laughs> with the picture, you can turn it either way. You know, it's just it's yeah. just interesting with it. And how the color tones deal with it, I'm learning about color tones in glass. And it's just a whole, when they're when they're encased in glass or a plastic, the, the uh, bilateral symmetry in relationship to the density of the glass makes it even more pop out, which is just a new process of doing it because I've only seen it through a computer. Um, but right. seeing it through um, an actual frame piece with, you know, all the applications to it, you know, now I know what gilding, gilding a piece is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, and, and I see how it works, too, you know. Even though that they're different types of images, it's just I see how it works with the picture. Now I know... I can understand that with how some paintings are when I go to a museum or something. I won't make fun of it no more. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of different types of art out there that don't have to be hung in any particular fashion because right. of the way that it's created. So that, that's an interesting aspect in your work. Learning experience. I mean, it's still, I mean, like I said, with the glass, you know what I mean, in relationship to how it brings out even more images if it's done really, you know, the resolution's really good. It's just astounding, you know. Because the one thing I have noticed, people sit there and look and they stare, and then I guess I'm accomplishing something. <laughs> it looks nice, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's not going to jump out and go boogie-boogie. <laughs> <laughs> you can sit there and just look at it and do what you want to do with it, and it's, whatever you see out of it. And it's, that's the coolest thing. That's the, another thing that I learned about that, how um, people and artists to appreciate it that way, you know, where it actually moves them to look at it like that. And that was another learning experience, just to see that happen, you know, because I you always hear about it. But, you know, actually seeing it happen and doing it for the, you know, first time was just kind of, you know, interesting. That's neat. Well, that is very interesting. And, which certainly that just adds to the art because if you owned a piece of your work and you could hang it one way for six months and then turn it around <laughs> and turn it upside down, it, 
And, and, and that was all an intention. I mean, I didn't, I didn't make it to happen like that. It just, oh, that's why I guess that's what it's supposed to do. So right. that would be a good patenting selling point. <laughs> yeah. But that would make it too corporate point. if I was. <laughs> well, John, you mentioned earlier that uh, you were a good guitar builder, and I know that you are a musician. Tell us about that, or what instrument do you play? Do you play guitar? Yes, I'm a guitar builder. I went to school for it, and basically what I did was is um, in music, I was in music in most from elementary school on up. Uh, went into high school and college, just kept on with it, and had a band in the 80s that was a working band, and kept up with that until everything broke down, and I kept in the business of the contacts that I had there, and I've always wanted to uh, build and have my own design, and when I was in uh, school there for that, I um, basically developed somewhat of a design that I have now. And um, with the musical contacts that I made with it, I, that's how I marketed my product, was doing that. And I still do that on a smaller basis since I'm in a touring band. Or to be honest, um, as of the other day, I'm not in that group no more um, to do another project. And that's um, a little bit, uh, probably be a little bit bigger um, and a little bit more extensive, but not as much touring. So um, that's in the works. So right now I've been actually concentrating more on my art and putting my art on my guitars. So I'm figuring out a way to do that, oh, wow. to market that. Yeah, so uh, specific designs. There's one set of designs that I do, pictures that are rock stars, uh, you know, for different ones, different guitar players. I'm working with this one guy that they're developing a uh, uh, like a cellulose product that you can put that image on there. And it's going to start out in black and white. And uh, we're working mm-hmm. on that now. So that's where I've been doing with the guitars and building them. I built, uh, built some for David Allen Coe, Tony Bellamy, Redbone, um, Marty Stewart, and a few other people. I've done it through the years. I've been building guitars for about 20 years, so that's how I got into that. And I just got in, got it, slowed it down because I wanted to play. So God, that's what happened. Six years. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I did the, that. That's how I did the pictures because I was like time in the hotel, and uh, right. I learned how to. Roger showed me how to do that. Then um, took a laptop, went away with it. But yeah, that's what you know. Been building for a long time, and now I'm going to incorporate the, uh, the pictures with the guitars. And that's a little process, and I don't have to develop the guitar. It's just uh, it's going to be like a paint application. So mm-hmm. once we figure out the cellulose um, and how it would work, and if how it'll stay, because I'm looking for a staying power with it, so it doesn't you know right. fade and whatever and whatnot, and, and it's going to be encased in the finish. So we'll see how it works out. Well, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I hope that does work out real well. I can. Yeah. yeah. You are very talented. I'm sure that would make for a very unique guitar. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it'll be something different. And, you know, I'm doing it where I can get it where the price point on it isn't going to be where it's at as a, a ballpark, you know, because that's one issue that I have. There's a lot of independent builders that build copy instruments, and they put a price tag on there that's like you can't even reach for it, you know. Right. Trying to develop this where, you know, everyone can get something on it and make it kind of custom, you know, where they can have a picture of their own manipulated to put onto their own instrument. And uh oh, yeah. you know, not 
having a big fee for that. Yeah, and it wouldn't be that hard, and it would be truly, truly something of their own. That's one marketing strategy that I'm going to use with that. So that's that's why one reason why I'm doing these pictures too is how I can incorporate it with my music and on a industrial level, so to speak. Like well, that is, Trump or something. It, it is. You're into the uh, business of art, and that that's a good place to be. Yeah, yeah. That's that's you know I will always learn the business of any like even music. That's the first thing that I learned was you know get into the business of it. You know, get a contract. <laughs> you know, you know, right. kind of deal and all that stuff and how it works into product placement and person, uh, a musician, artist, you know, uh, having that particular ad as a piece of art, you know, that's how I'm looking at it now when, you know, I would put something on there like at a model or something, you know, oh, okay, well, now I get it. (laughs) Right. You know, it kind of takes business and how to do it in a business level to kind of figure out if you're looking at a, say, a Van Gogh picture and actually get what's in there. Well, let's take a quick break here and let our viewers know that you can purchase John Longbow's artwork by going to ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com, click on the Artist tab, and then on John's name. Contemporary Art Gallery Online is the number one source for showcasing tomorrow's art giants today. If you're an artist looking for gallery representation, please visit us at ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com and click on the membership tab and follow the prompts. If you are a designer, architect, or volume purchaser, again, please visit us at ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com and complete the volume purchaser's request form. And again, to view John's stunning artwork, to re-listen to this interview, and to listen to his first interview on An Artist Speaks, and of course purchase some of John's wonderful art, please click on the Artist tab and then on John's name. Well, John, I know you've been real busy. Uh, you recently had a show in Massachusetts. Tell our audience about your show and, and how that went. Well, it was in um, Holyoke, uh, Massachusetts, and I found out that that is the birthplace of volleyball. Right ah. when you go into Holyoke is the birthplace of volleyball, and I didn't, you know, wow, you know. I was never wanted to know, but now I know. But, <laughs> now um, you know. <laughs> you know, I know. Um, it was at the Canal Gallery there, and um, it was hosted by Billy Myers, uh, works in the art department at Smith College, and does. Uh, I found out he's a frame head. He's got frames everywhere in his house, but he was the one that set up the show and set up some other uh, speaking engagements that I was up there with, and I got to meet a lot of... <laughs> It was just like it was unbelievable because um, for a first art show, a lot of, you know, I see a lot of people that were stressing out for it, and I didn't stress out for it and, you know, whatnot. We we um, structured the show where, you know, he was it was all in his hands. And, you know, I have a lot of pieces that you've seen that are a little bit um, hard. You know, I understand how censorship and censorship, censoring yourself, you know, came to play. And that was a first right. for me because I'm I'm – into very in much into the freedom of speech aspect of everything, but I understand you have to do it at a pace where they can palletize it, just decipher where you won't become a shock artist. And I know a lot of stuff that is basically in, in it that I do is kind of shocking, but that's what we did was is basically took one of everything and put it in there. 
the largest pieces being the older ancient pieces that we do. It was it was really good. Um, I got to meet a lot of uh, high art end people that are there. Um, I got to meet a lot of artists that were there. Um, one gentleman per se, his name is Dean Nimmer, um, lives next door to Billy, and basically I didn't know who I was, who I was, you know, dealing with, and he was just like totally jazzed on everything, and and it kind of uh, kind of kicked me back a little bit. I was thinking this guy with this type of art cred who's got stuff in Austria, Germany, everywhere, and he's also writing a book, can actually be put back by something that I did like that for the first time. So that's what I um, got out of that was interesting. It was just a whole learning process with everything, like with the pictures and the gallery itself, the Canal Gallery, was really super with putting it on and how many people were there because it was like kind of like a sellout kind of deal. It was really good to the point where uh, people stayed there until, I mean, the whole group of people stayed there until it closed. And they were still, you know, taking a look at everything. So that was kind of uh, interesting to see, too. And uh, it was a really, it was a big success. And, you know, I have to thank Billy Myers for that, you know. Get the right people in there, you know. I guess it's who you know, too. At the right moment, at the right time, and timing's everything too. But you know, it's also the product. So I was very, I, I would say, blessed about it. So it was nice. I mean, the whole it was the first time I've been to Holyoke too, and it's a nice art community. There's a big, there's actually a really good set of people that are there that um, you know know their stuff and know how to tell you what's good and bad and instruct you to it. And, I had nothing but good rapport out there. Apparently, I have a legion of fans out there now, so it's like, oh, okay. So we're going to try to set something up over there coming uh, in the near future. Um, we were talking about that, and so we're going to probably go back there do and do a bigger show. How many pieces did you display there, John? There was 30 pieces. Four of them were 30 by 60 um, then we had four twenty-five, twenty by forties, and the rest were eleven by sixteen, and um, it was it was really nice just to see that. And that's where I go back to the frames. You know, I learned that about frames. You know, because that's when we came up with, uh, you know, flipping them around and all. Then uh, you know, going back all bilateral symmetry. That's how it works. So that's we get another totally different feeling with the picture. Then I had a, um, a slide background where I took the slide of a, a complete set and I would put it into a, um, a like a video format. And that went right. by rather well. That made some people jump up a little bit. The cool thing about the whole thing was is that they stayed there and they were actually looking at it and they, and they were, you know, just I was just watching them just stand there and look and stare. You know, and I think that's what a lot of people want people to do, mm-hmm. even though right. there's something harsh, you know, or something bad or something that's making them uneasy. At least they're sitting there and they're still looking at it. And that, I guess, is what gives them the impact of what, you know, and a statement, I guess, because I'm learning about that, too. Well, what's your artist statement? Well, uh, <laughs> you know, in the sense of that, you know, and, and, you know, discussion. We had discussions on each picture, and which was interesting. Then I had a guy um, 
walk around the uh, gallery itself, and I say, well, whatever you see in that picture, just because he was a rapper, like a poet rapper, so you just walk by and you just see what that is and just pop. He was doing oh, wow. Too, and then, yeah, it was really cool, you know, because it was like, oh, let's get all hippie now, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so but we, got, we, we got this guy doing that, and I said, well, that's cool. So, yeah, it was a good time. What process did you go through? I know you have a lot of artwork. What process did you use to determine which pieces you were going to display at the show? Well, that's when I was starting to learn uh, about placement of pictures through Billy because um, mm-hmm. we were talking about how some of these images are really, really, you know, really have an impact. And he was telling me how Maplethorpe did his stuff and, you know, until his, his thing that was going on, everything, how that set up was. And we kind of did it like that. Start out really easy, <laughs> then, you know, come in and did, you know, the hard stuff, but, you know, censored our stuff at the same time. I, you know, I went ahead and did that. And, you know, just to get them to introduce it to them because they never really seen that. And there was a uh, lady that does something similar to that, but she could go a little bit farther with that, and she uses uh, trees and puts it on uh, shirts and T-shirts. I forgot what her name is, but she she can go more with what she does. But um, that's how I, that's the similar. It's catching on, and it's introducing you know that particular thing to it. And I'm finding out that it's just a lot of people are. They're into it, you know. There wasn't, there was like people that you would, you know, see at some of these shows that, you know, would walk around with their nose up, but, you know, you see those same people just staring and looking at it, you know. That's really, you know, something to see. For the first time I right. did anything that's like that. I, that was just like, I'm still at awe about it because, to be perfectly honest, I thought it was going to be a mediocre kind of deal because it's, you know, the first time. It's at a place where nobody knows who you are. Right. It was basically social networking type of marketing and, and uh, collegiate marketing that was done with that. That was it. And it was just, it was packed. I just couldn't, I just couldn't get it, you know, get in. You know, I just, <laughs> I got it, but it was just, uh, I'm still kind of, like I said, I'm still kind of at awe about it because out of the opportunities of that one show, that's pop, that popped up because of the impact of the picture, you know, it's just kind of mind-blowing. It's just like, wow, you know, I I actually, and I wasn't, my intent wasn't to go and, well, I'm going to do this, I'm an artist, I'm going to make you feel. Um, no, it wasn't that. It was just to introduce to something, you know, really uh, different. And um, it's out there. And it's appreciated, which is even, even neater about it. And what I did was is... Uh, I made a uh, comment book that was there, and I got a lot of good comments. I mean, a lot of good comments, keeping in contact with these same people, you know. These are art people. So, you know, I just uh, made, I guess that's my legion of fans, as I was told. It's just interesting how people, you know, look at something like that and different aspects of it and really are into it because um, my personal opinion is I think a lot of people doing some art are bored, you know, and um, it's just something new, and it's just like you would expect one thing with them with a certain crowd of people, but when you see them acting like sixteen-year-olds, you know it's it's pretty pretty interesting. You know, I mean, it's just watching that whole process. Just like uh, it was my first show, so I'm like being watching what what are they what are they really thinking? You know, then at the back of my head, you know, I don't really give a crap. <laughs> you know, that's what I do. 
objectively, you know, that's what I was watching. And it's, like I said, it was um, interesting. Interesting to least. What piece do you believe that you got the most uh, comments on and why? It was a Raphael painting, David Slewing the Serpent. And the bilateral symmetry of the uh, how some painters painted this a lot. That was being that was one of them that was really uh, talked about because it was a painting. It wasn't an actual picture. There's a lot of painting ones that I do do. Uh, Raphael's got a lot of them. Heronius Barsh has got a lot of them. Um, Heronius Barsh is just uh, when I deciphered that one. It's just like they're just. I mean, <laughs> things come out of those. A lot of different ones and a lot of, uh, you know, uh, Vatican painters. Um, you can really see how they felt when they um, painted that, when this imaging. So I do a lot of painting ones. Great painters is, is my file, as I call it. That one was being talked about because it really showed the same type of totem imaging as it was if it was in a picture, you know, that I took with a camera. So those particular ones got, you know, were, were talked about. Um I did put up some of the 9-11 ones, and uh, those were talked about, but in a different way, you know, because it's still fresh there, still fresh over there. So that's why we suppressed ourselves in that, because we made, like, some really huge ones. That would have been too much at the time, (laughs) (laughs) because the way those imagings came out, as you've seen it, those painting ones were, that's what Dean Dean was uh, talking about, those, and he really liked those, so we're going to give him one. Well, right quick, you, you brought up the totem. And I know we talked about that in the first show, but let's just briefly, if you could, kind of go over for the audience that process and what you're speaking of. The process is a bilateral symmetry. Um, what it is is how I do it is I take a, the right-hand side of an image and I would uh, keep one right side and I would flip the other one to make a left side. Um, I would do that four times. So right, left, right, left, right, left. Then on the top layering picture, I will try and make it transparent where it's equal to the picture. Then I have to do a few calculations and on the software, and I use an old software. Then I create it to be one picture. What happens is in the bilateral symmetry, it's relationships to X and Y. So most of the imaging is going to be the whole entire picture, but it creates a totem that's in the middle of the picture where if you were looking at it, because I number them from one to whatever, and I start from the right, because the same imaging will happen on the left, but you can change it by your increments of, uh, like, say, say one inch and you change it to a half an inch. You can change the image going from left that way, but I stay with the right. Um, and what that does is the main field picture comes in as a totem down the middle, like a totem pole. You see the southwest coast. Uh, tribes, and they use the same type of bilateral symmetry in their in their work. Um, you'll see a lot of it with the uh, the side profile mask totems, and if you do the same, and if there's a matching totem, it'll look the same with that, and that's what that produces. But at the same time, the picture itself is the main field, is the uh, totem in the center, but the whole picture all the way around creates one picture. So you'll have a picture within a picture within a picture, but it's distinctive and it's made by the picture. Right. And all I do is enhance the color and deepen the color, or I'll do something artsy with it. I'll put like a, before I do the picture, I'll put like a a black around it and, you know, make it, you know, highlight some areas and it'll, it'll change the area and it'll just highlight one specific area. 
but um, that's what it does with the totems. That is some beautiful artwork that you created with that, and I just encourage everyone that uh, listens to the show to to go to the website and, and take a look at, at, at John's work. Uh, it yeah, is, please do. It's something to behold. Yeah. Sounds like that the show was a great success there. It's uh, outside of Smith College. What advice would you have for an artist getting ready to do their first show? Wow, there's a lot of things you can do. Um, the advice I would give them is to be persistent of what you do and make sure that um, you dot your I's and cross your T's and uh, go in there humble. I guess that's what I did. I went in there humble. And I'm not a humble person. <laughs> but, um, you, you know, you go in there like that and, and just watch um, watch how they react. And if they don't react, it doesn't mean it's bad or not, you know. If, uh, right. you know, this could have went the same way with me the other way. It could, they could have, you know, tarred and feathered me, you know. Right. Um, but that didn't happen. And, you know, if that was to happen to an artist, make sure it doesn't get you down where you don't pursue what you want to do with it because that's just one opinion. And I've traveled around enough. There's a lot of opinions, and and you'll find out that they're not as close-minded as uh, you think. Mm -hmm. Well, I also understand that you have uh, another show coming up. Yeah, I do. Um, Out of this, I did, um, with my guitars, I did um, Capital One, uh, via Denver Little Wing Moore uh, for a native, Southeast Coast Native uh, Festival that they had. It was at the Capital One building in Virginia. And what they do is they'll put up artwork, uh, different artists around inside there, this meeting area that they have, and um, have little parties and whatnot and auctions. Well, they're just putting one up in Plano, Texas. It's called the Capital One Campus. The lady who I spoke with there, her name's Catherine, um, is, who runs uh, it's like a museum there too So it's brand new So other artists You know I can put some information up Where they can You know Contact them Because it's a brand new Art project Or museum That they got there And we're going to be doing one uh, There We're going to put up Pretty much The way it looks We're going to put out Pretty much all of them. I was going to just theme it To the Aztec art uh, Mass that I had But Apparently they want to see everything So We're going to do one of everything there And it's going to be A pretty big showing so and it's going to happen in November. I'm not sure of the date. Um, she hasn't got back to me on that. Billy told me that uh, they moved it up. It was going to be October 23rd, which was kind of nuts because we were figuring out, well, we need to send this out. <laughs> so, but um, they moved it up in November. So um, that's going to be a new one, and it's going to be a nice one. So, so that's going to be my second one. So hopefully, one is just as good as the other one. It's kind of corporate, you know, kind of corporate museum kind of thing, but um, good. And what information do you have that you could share at this point for other artists? Um, um, make sure you're, you know, you just don't take no crap off of anyone. Because I, I heard um, there's a story and that I just heard about someone saying you better change your major in relationship to art. And they were like a totally different art made medium from person to person, one instructor, one being the, uh, you know, student. And, you know, don't let that get to you. You know, because there's a lot of that that's out there that I noticed too, and just be persistent. You know, if it's good, you think it's good, and you can impact people. You know, that go for it because I'm starting to learn how that type of impact with someone's art it works out. 
seeing how that works. So just be persistent, you know, and honest. Be honest with your work. It'll get you places. I noticed that, you know, and it's, and you know, it's who you know too. But at the same time, if it's good, they're gonna like it. That's what artists need to do. You need to get out and meet people, you know, at these shows and at these different types of functions because it is. It is who you know. Who they know opens a door to their circle of influence, and you have 40 or 50 or 150 people there. You know, they know a lot of people when you combine all the people that they know, and that's right. somewhere right. in there is where you're going to strike gold. That's right. And, and also, too, is, you know, make sure you, you know, talk about your art, you know, make sure you have your, you know, your passion to that and, you know, Public speaking is part of it, so you know that's a right. you know be be honest and you don't have to be scripted or anything. I hate being scripted. You know, I hate I hate be I hate teleprompters. So you know you know that have your have your jib ready. You know have your jib ready and yeah. talk it out and speak it out and say what you want to do with it. But make sure your jib's down and you know you'll be all right. Well, John, I want to thank you for being with us this evening. I really enjoyed speaking with you again. Well, cool. Thanks. Thanks for having me, and thanks for the uh, grand entry of the the picture. It was, it was really it kind of astonished me. It's just like I'm now I'm winning awards, so it's pretty neat. Uh, let us know uh, when you get more details and the address and the dates for that Capital One show, and we'll get right. that posted on our website or on your on your page. So if sure. anyone is interested or in the Plano, Texas area and would like to come and see some of John's work, we'll have that information so you'll know the time and the place. Yeah. And I also want to thank our listeners for being with us tonight. And again, to view John's stunning artwork and to re-listen to this interview and his first interview and purchase some of John's wonderful art, please click on the Artist tab and then on John's name. I would like to inform everyone that Contemporary Art Gallery Online has launched a monthly art competition. And to compete, go to ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com, click on the Art Competition tab for additional information. If you are an artist looking for gallery representation, please visit us at ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com and click on the Membership tab and follow the prompts. If you are a designer, architect, or volume purchaser, Please visit us at ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com and complete the volume purchaser's request form. What is Art currently airs every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m., so we will see you again next Wednesday. Have a good evening.